Hello, everybody. We want to thank you for tuning in to Sisters in Acceptance of Hope podcast. We are just going to play some music, get yourself comfortable so you can be able to tune in and listen to this podcast, um, Suicide Awareness Month. Um, I am your host, Valencia Rollins. We have Rakita Brown on today. So just sit back, listen, enjoy, and just enjoy some music while we wait for others to come on in.
47,500 Americans die of suicide every day. Um, suicide is the fourth leading cause of death for people um, the age of 34 to 55. Uh, suicide is the second leading cause of death in people 16 to 34. For every death by suicide, there are over 25 attempts. 80% of teens who die of suicide show warning, some kind of depression. And we are just going to go ahead, and I am going to turn the mic over to Rakita. Um, she is a mother. She is a dancer. Um, she kind of do a little bit of everything. So I am going to turn the mic over. I'll have her do her introduction, and she can go ahead and get started. Hi, everybody. Um, I am Rakita Brown. Follow me on Instagram. I don't even know if she will do this. Okay, go ahead. Um, it is Kita B on Instagram. Um, like she said, I'm a mother of two beautiful girls. Um, I prayed. I used to sing a little bit. I don't really sing no more. I pray since. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead with my story. Um, so, I attempted suicide once, and that was the last time. I don't have no tissue paper, but I'm planning on crying today. Okay, girl. <laughs> but, um, basically, I felt, I didn't feel alone. I felt like I didn't have me. I felt different from everybody else. Um. And basically, I felt like I didn't have anyone. And the problem comes, and this, this has been with a lot of people that I have spoke with, is that you put um, your trust, too much trust in people and not God, basically. And so, of course, I was, I want to say 22. I want to say 22, because it was in June of 2014. And all I remember is that whole week. I mean, I, I had to dance. I didn't want to praise dance. Um, I had gotten into a car accident. And everything just seemed so wrong. And I remember me being up just all night. And I remember me calling several people. And nobody answered. And at that time, I just started walking. So I'm like, what am I to do? And I'm like, the person who I trusted the most, not even answering. The person who I thought I meant the most to, not even answering. So I walk, and I, this, this is overnight. I'm just out. I'm just doing whatever. So at this point, I'm like, nobody called to check on me, which they really did. But you have to pay attention to signs because the devil will try to deposit thoughts in your head that nobody care nobody wants you around nobody thinks about you and that's most of the times not true and I had to learn that so I had cut my phone off so no I wasn't getting any calls y'all but I had like 200 missed calls and I mean from people who really loved me who I thought didn't even wasn't even thinking about me they was calling and I'm just out. And so they looking for me. And all I could think about was they don't care anyway, so why are they calling? 
when I was calling them, nobody was answering. But you have to learn that people, other people do have lives, and when you can't call on people, or even when you can call on people, still call on God. Like, that's the main person who's going to be there. And I remember going to Family Dollar, and I'm like, let me get the strongest pills you have. They don't sell narcotics or nothing, so. So I'm like, let me get the strongest pills you have. I'm crying. And so she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm just in a lot of pain, which I wasn't, but I was. I was in a lot of pain mentally, and, like, I wasn't stable at all. And so the people was not answering, so I'm like, I want them to hurt as much as me. No, I didn't really want to die, even though I'm having suicidal thoughts, and I'm like, what should I do? Should I run out in the middle of the street? Should I go to the lake? Should I do this? And at this time, I'm on St. Clair. And that morning, I'm like, I was out, like nothing. Everybody knows St. Clair, you know St. Clair. So I'm like, God literally protected me. He protected me all through the day, night, on St. Clair. Nothing happened. Nobody came up to me. And the person that did come up to me, they tried to encourage me, like, don't, whatever you're going through. They didn't know me. It was a man. And he's like, whatever you're going to, through, don't do it. And I'm like, okay. And at this time, I'm holding the bottle of pills. I'm at the bus stop. And um, I remember taking, like, 20 pills. Mm. And so I called my sister, and I'm like, I'm at the bus stop. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, I'm on 105. And I'm like, I need you to get here now. Like, I'm, my mind, I'm going, I'm losing it. And she was like, here I come within five minutes. I mean, I was very tired. And I remember me trying to shove down one last pill and it, and it, and it came back up. I threw it back up. And I'm like, why? So I'm laying there on the bench and I remember my mother over me. I remember police there, EMS, fire truck, everybody is surrounding me. And I believe the man came back. I don't really remember everything but I remember the man coming back like she just she she tried to take one more she tried to there were the pills right there and I'm like oh wow so when I get to the doctor they was kind of rude and they they are they they don't like some people I guess they don't people nobody know what to say to somebody who's suicidal unless she's been in that position and so I go and she's trying to get me to stand up and I'm like, I don't want no visitors. I don't want nobody here. Again, people was there trying to see me. The devil will really try to trick you into believing that you have nobody. And here I am laying there. And they was they came back with my blood work. And they're like, well, we don't have to pump your stomach. We don't have to do anything. But the doctors are saying, yeah, just one more pill and your levels would have been over the top. And all I could do was cry. Like, God really favors me, and I don't even know it. I felt defeated at that time. So at this time, I'm okay, and I'm like, I don't want any visitors. And yet again, people still, they, they didn't care. <laughs> they still came. Thank you. They still came. They didn't care. So I spent, like, seven days in a mental hospital, which God would take us through things to show us that even though people say it could be worse and I don't, I don't 
really gonna say that to nobody because God will literally God showed me like your little your little problems that you have ain't nothing compared to the people that's here. I went in there, I mean it was people for real out of their minds. I was probably the most in there and I just stayed in my room and they're like, I'm like, I'm ready to go home. I'm like, I'm fine. They tried to give me all this medication and I'm like, I'm good. I stayed in there. I didn't have nothing. And I would call my family every day and just really just thank them. Like, thank you. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So when I got out, I went um, home. I went home and I just continued to praise God from that point on because I did not have to be here. And I prayed and asked God. Uh, I was still having like suicidal thoughts. As you know, I got pregnant in 2014. That happened June of 2014. I got pregnant in November. So through June all the way up until like November, I prayed and asked God, like, give me something to live for. I felt different. The doctor's telling me, oh, you can't have kids. Everybody else running around. I just felt like, what was the point of me being here still? So around August, I'm, I'm, I'm having suicidal thoughts. I didn't, I knew like, not I, I didn't want to do anything so I wasn't letting the devil get in this time so I'm like no so I go and I call the suicidal hotline and they're like yeah come in so I went in and they was like yeah you just probably just need a break and I really did and that break that really helped me like really think about life and think about how blessed I am in life because it's really people out here that really don't have no family. It was people in there that didn't even have a contact list. And here I am in here and I got millions that care about me. So that really helped me out. And I'm not gonna say I'm perfect, but, but that's, I'm not gonna say struggle, but that season of my life really helped me. I mean, I got two beautiful children, people was, they didn't like that, but I'm like, what God has for me is for me. The doctor said that I couldn't even have kids. They they didn't know what was going on. I had very good pregnancy, but I praise God today that I have kids. And they still say, I'm like, oh, you have PCO? I'm not claiming that. I just told the doctor, like, I'm not claiming that. And she was like, oh, okay, we well, can still have kids um, with that. Well, okay. So, um, to anybody that's feeling suicidal know that people really do care about you and you have to really try to yield your mind to positive things especially young people young people I was young young people that's going through things and you feel like you don't have nobody whether it's mother or daughter get you get you a bible get you a notepad get you a journal start writing stuff down and start praying like I don't even know people be like well, what do you say to the people that's not saved get saved I, I don't have no other words like you have to know Jesus like that's that's really like the end and if you don't get to know him because your life will be so much better he'll take you out of things that you didn't even think you could be took out of so, and he would definitely turn it around. And when I have thoughts, and I'm not saying I'm over it, no. Um, can you be delivered? I believe.
us try to go go do something positive, whether it's go play, go go play an instrument. I don't care if you can't play one. Go find something positive to do. Go volunteer, and it would definitely help you. Um, and that's basically my story of me being suicidal and really not feeling like I have nobody. I mean, I, when I was younger, I did. I was very mean and just thought that nobody liked me, which it was really me. I mean, I was, I was mean as ever. And that's because I was broken. People got to broken me. But now I'm trying to get myself together and give people to hold me. Like, God has changed me so much. And I, like, I thank him. People be like, oh, she... She loved, like, she be going to, yes, I'm going to continue to praise God because it's only because of him that I'm here today. That one pill, that one extra pill could have took me in a whole different state of mind. Like, I ain't even have to be in my right mind after that. Well, I ain't have no symptoms. I didn't have anything. I was perfectly fine. They're like, your stomach going to be hurting. You're going to be throwing up. Nothing happened. Nothing but the grace of God. So I'm here to tell you that. People do love you. They care for you. Don't let the devil or nobody negative, don't let no negativity, like, try to bring you down. Because um, at the end of the day, you're still here. And it's the reason why you're still here. Okay? Well, thank you, Rakita, for sharing your story. Um, like, one thing that I want to, like, pinpoint out, like, you know, always be kind to people. And I say this all the time. Because you really never know what people are going through. Um, that man walking on the street, he could have just walked past you like everybody else. But him encouraging you and stopping you, you know, we need more people like that in the world. And I, I feel that, you know, with a situation like this, um, I've been through my own little little things. I never attempted suicide, but it has been crossed in my head. And you can have all the love around you, and you can still feel feel empty. So anytime you get a chance to show your loved ones like love, you know, make sure you always check in on your friends, um, especially your strong friends, the strong people that you think that got it all together. Even the mean ones, like you gotta still, <laughs> you still need to just make sure you check in with people um, because you really, really don't know the battle, the struggles, and the stuff that people really face. Um, every day is a life battle for some people. And, you know, saying that it could be worse, you know, you just never know when people are at their worst. Um, so it's just, you know, that's something that we should just get out of our vocabulary because you really never know. Um, and I just thank God that he saved you. Um, it was nothing but God that did not allow you to swallow that last pill. Um, it was God that allowed you to lay on that bench and be able to pick up the phone and call your sister. Um, it just was nobody but God. And I'm glad that, you know, you, you got life to live. You got two beautiful daughters. Um, even if times get rough right now, I do just want to encourage you, Ricky, to just keep going, keep pushing. Um, the best is yet to come. You just now getting started. But you to be able to get on live and share your story, that is that takes a lot, of, a lot of courage. So I just want you to know that I am proud of you. Um, I want you to keep pushing. Um, make this a regular thing. Um, share your story a little bit more often. It's somebody. It's it's, it's a whole world out here that needs to hear it. Um, you're, you by sharing your story today, you just say it's my life. Um, so don't be quiet about it. You know.
know, be proud about it. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. You know, what happened, it happened. You know, and everything happens for a reason. Even when, when it's the worst thing in the world, everything happens for a reason. And sometimes we go through things not for ourselves. We go through things for other people. So for you sharing your story today, my God, really, like, just appreciate it. Um, and we just really wanted to bring some awareness to to things going on, you know, especially my, my goal is to just allow people to come on and be able to have an a open platform because people need to hear people. There's people sitting out there that's real quiet and don't really want to say something, that didn't do some stuff. Like Rakita, when she reached out to me, I'm like, okay, girl, let's do it. You know, and I'm glad that you did, you reached out to me. Um, what are some things that you can tell people, you know, besides like journaling and stuff, like what are some things that keeps your mind like, what are some things that you do outside of, you know, going to church or, you know, journaling? Like, what are some things that you do? Um, I try to, it's a lot of shopping this morning. And if you don't got no money, just going. Just going, like, just going out, period. I want to walk. Walking is, like, one of my number one things. If I can't do nothing else, I got to walk. So I might get up and walk to the park. Just sit there. I might get up and just go to the store, get something healthy, some water or something. Just just get out. I used to be one of the ones where I stayed in my room. Like, I would stay in my room for days. Like, I did not. Like, people on my street didn't even know my siblings had had another sister. They're like, where did that sister come from? <laughs> for real. And I was embarrassed. Um, I, I used to be embarrassed. I used to be like, don't tell nobody I tried. Now, like, people were saying, oh, I don't know love when I'm going to cry. Cry happy tears because I'm still here. Yeah, don't be embarrassed. Like, don't, don't be and embarrassed. Yeah. It's like people don't know. Like, people, they don't know what to say to people who are dealing with mental, I don't even want to call it illness, who are dealing with suicidal thoughts or whatever. And I have people say, oh, it could be worse or um, you could have did this. Okay, that's it, it could be worse, but you don't know if that's gonna push that person over. Try to be more encouraging instead of judging the next situation with their situation. And then or, if you don't even know what to say, the best thing to do right. is don't say anything at all and just pray. You don't even have to tell nobody. You don't right. have to say I'm praying. Sometimes just, just pray. sometimes all they need is to feel like they have somebody. Mm-hmm. And that just happened to me. I called somebody crying she ain't asked no questions she just was like where are you and she came there i had a friend who called me i don't think i'm gonna make it she was freaking 45 minutes away and i just had to be like i have your location i'm on my way sometimes we don't need to oh what's what's going do you need me do you of course we need you but sometimes people don't want to say that they need you then they feel like they're taking you out of your ordinary so of course we need you, but we're not going to say that because we feel like we already feel like we're doing stuff wrong or we feel like we're a burden on people or if we call somebody to, to say that we want to take our life, they probably going to take us out of the So, of course, so stop saying, oh, do you need? And sometimes just just go. Just go. Just just hug them. That hug could save somebody's life, literally. That, oh, I'm on the way, just to feel like they have somebody could really save people's lives and I have been there where I didn't want to say anything and somebody literally just popped up at my house
was like, hey, I was just coming over to see you. And I literally, I was like, they don't even understand that God literally just blew them in the door. People don't like nobody at my house. <laughs> so, people don't
oh yeah, I'm here if I need you, girl. You call them, they don't, they don't answer. Mm-hmm. So you literally have to put away, put put aside all of that, and really put your trust in God for real. Yeah, yeah. and 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 literally, um, like this this testimony is awesome. This is my first time even really hearing Rakita say her testimony. Um, and it has touched me. It has helped me in a major way. Like you have definitely ministered to me by telling your testimony. Is there anything else you want to say to anybody who may be in a place that right now where they feel like they ain't gonna make it through the night, they done wrote their letter, and they're ready to just give up? Well, like I already just said, your purpose is greater than your problems. So, fall that letter up, burn it, do whatever you got to do, and just write another letter of of thanking God and just your write down what you're grateful for write down how you're going to make it write your story how you're going to make it just try to encourage yourself like she said encouraging encouraging yourself that's that's one of the main parts as well so yeah that's it well Rakita, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story if nobody walks away from anything in the words of Rakita Brown, your purpose is bigger than your problems, listen, that's going to be our affirmation for tomorrow, y'all. So that's what we're going to stick with this week. Um, I appreciate you coming on. And I just want to just take a, just a few little announcements. Um, next Sunday, 6 o'clock again, I will be doing another live podcast. It's going to be Q&As. Um, I put a bunch of questions up. A couple weeks ago on Instagram and Facebook, and I got y'all feedback. So we are going to discuss these Q and A's. Um, I want you guys to follow us on all platforms, not just on YouTube or Facebook, but go ahead on on Instagram and follow us on Sisters in the Temples of Hope. Um, this podcast will also be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. It'll be up and ready um, later this evening. That way you can put it into your Apple Music or whatever, and you can make it something that you listen to. Um, if you just need a reminder that you're more than enough and that your purpose is bigger than your problems. Um, so just make sure you just follow us on all platforms. Also, I do a affirmation every single day. I have a text um, number that you can text me at one 577 1876 You can text the word SISTERS with the S at the end. Um, and you can opt in and you can receive daily affirmations from me every single day. I am Valencia Robbins, your host for Sisters in the Technical Podcast. This is Rakita Brown, and that will be it for our podcast for Suicide Awareness Month. Always remember, you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You are more than enough. You are handsome. You are beautiful. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. I love you, and there's nothing that you can do about it. Y'all have a good evening. Catch me next week, same time, same place, 6 o'clock p.m. Have a good one, y'all. Thank you. And don't forget also, if you are contemplating suicide or if you're having suicidal thoughts and you just cannot get over it, it is the National Suicide um, Awareness Hotline, which is 1-800-273-8255, or go to your local hospital and get help. Um, I just want you to, you know, it is resources out there. Um, go see a local therapist and there's other things that you can do to be able to prevent suicide. And 
Um, just use the resources that surround you. You are alive for a reason. Your purpose is bigger than your problems. Have a good one, y'all. And then I also want to take this time to say that anybody who has been affected by suicide, um, a family member who has passed because of suicide, you guys are in our thoughts, you guys are in our prayers, and I am praying that God gives you peace that you need. Again, my name is Valencia Rollins. I am your host for Sisters in Acceptance of Hope podcast.